Hello. Hello. And welcome to Killer Crime and Sister Time. I'm Sydney. I'm Liberty. And I'm eating a hot pocket, so please excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Do you hear that? If you just ignore it, <laughs> I, I had to. I made her wait till I finished my pizza. So, <laughs> both be very hungry. Exactly. Oh, it's been a long day. <laughs> well, your eyelashes look fire. Thank you. I did get my eyelashes done. Yeah, that was a shit show. I had an appointment on Wednesday and it had been a month since I'd gotten mine filled. So I was like, I need this. I cannot wait. I was so excited. It's with my favorite lady. And then I wake up um, or I set my alarm for 6.45 and apparently I set it for 6.45 p.m. So I I wake up at 8.05 to like two missed calls a message from Shay she's like you've never done this I hope you're okay and I know because I've never I've I've been there literally every two weeks with her for a year so like I know she knows everything about my life and I have never missed an appointment I've never been late and so that was just very like out of character and so I called back bawling on the phone so sorry I appreciate your time I promise oh god yeah she told me today because I saw her today and I apologized again I was like hey dude I'm so sorry she goes I saw your message it was really funny (laughs) okay I was like thanks but I couldn't get in with her but I got in with someone else and my eyelashes still look beautiful so I I appreciate the place love that for you I think it's funny that she and thought your message was funny. You're like, thanks. I was panicking, but <laughs> for real. Well, you know, appointments are appointments for me. I schedule everything in my life out, and mm-hmm. to miss that, I literally like wanted to puke. I was so stressed out. Um, one I time, felt terrible. Yeah, one time I was going to do a nail appointment. I love my nail lady so much, and I was gonna drop Zag. It was like right when we got Zag, I was gonna drop him off at Will's work. Um, because I didn't want him being home alone for that long. And um, and like he made me late because he peed on the floor before we left. <laughs> so I'm like trying to rush and clean up the pee on the floor. And then, like, and then like to get onto post the military base you have to like show your ID, go through the line. Like, and so I'm like running late because the dog peed on the floor. And so I call my nail tech, like freaking out. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm going to be a couple minutes late. And she's like, it's okay. Slow down. Take your time. <laughs> I, like, I feel so bad. I don't want to waste your time. Exactly. That's well, See, that's why I feel bad for missing the whole appointment. Cause like, you know, she could have had somebody else in there who was paying and on time. And like, she missed out on that money and my tip because of me. And I just, yeah, I felt terrible. Yeah. Thank but you. Yeah, it was okay. And it's always, I started tipping with cash because I hate tipping on the card because it processes like three days after. Mm-hmm. So I always tip in cash now and it's so awkward because I like hand it to them and they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. And I'm like, no, I'm like, just, <laughs> just fucking take it. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah. So sadly, this is my last eyelash set and because I'm going to college and I'll be broke. So my next appointment, I'm getting a removal. That's on August 4th. So I'm getting whatever I've left on. I'm getting it taken off. And then on August 6th, a couple of days later, I'm getting a lift and tint. So, yeah. That's good. So I'll tint them darker, make it look like I'm wearing mascara. And uh, 
yeah, lift them so they'll look curled all the time. I hope they stay because my eyelashes hate me. My natural <laughs> ones. These ones are beautiful, but but they're fake. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I ordered a a lot of clothes recently. I do have a shopping problem, but also it's valid because I know I'm not going to be able to buy these things when I'm in college, but I'm at the point where I wanted to be with my savings at this time in my life. I mean, I wish I had saved more when I worked at Macy's, but also like, I can't go back in time. So I try not to dwell on it and stress myself out. Like I got my taxes back from that year. I don't even want to talk about how bad that was. I kind of want to talk about it was because it's really funny, but it, it, we, we can't dwell on it though. Cause he'll stress me out. I made 10 grand in one year. Right. Yeah. At that point in time, I had a thousand dollars in my savings. Oh, no. I, don't, I don't even know. I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't want to think about it anymore. I'm done. I'm done thinking about it. I cannot wait to get my taxes back for this year. Oh God. <laughs> but I ordered more Lululemon. Their cus- Okay. Their customer service fucking amazing i ordered shit yesterday no yesterday let me double check i ordered july 7th so two days ago Mm -hmm. my order's supposed to get here today that's impressive yeah and i got two pairs of pants on sale so i'm gonna show sydney i won't be able to show you podcasters but i got these pink joggers on sale 30 dollars off and then these blue like running tights i love that so they're not aligns, they're the tighter ones. Right. So yeah. yeah. And I got my order from the my campus closet place. I showed Sydney that earlier. I got these really cute WSU college clothes. They have a bunch of colleges on their website. And so, you know, like you dub, fuck the huskies, but you know, they have it on there. <laughs> um, you know, like U of O, OSU, like they have all those, you know, University of Hawaii, they have Colorado schools, like they have a bunch of schools. I'm pretty sure they're based out of like Oregon or Vancouver. I can't remember. Somewhere near me. And yeah, they're pretty cool. And yeah. if you follow me on Instagram, guys, I have a code for their website. Just saying. So, or you could give them the code now too. I could give them the code. It's just, it's just first order, no spaces, nothing crazy. And you get 10% off your first order. So I have two items in my uh, cart. Yeah, they're pretty cute. I will, yeah, I will say I was a little, it was, one shirt I ordered was a little tight, but I'm also not a size small bitch. I got a size small and I, yeah, I was barely fitting it, but I'm not, I'm not a size small bitch. I don't know why I thought I could do that. I know. I was kind of sad because there were some shirts that I loved and they only had them in medium and I was like, I have, I got big boobs. Exactly. Big boobs. <laughs> so but yeah, this was, they're super cool because they have like new clothes that they like customize and they also have like thrifted clothes. Mm-hmm. So, I have know, a thrifted flannel in my own. Uh, yeah. It's so cute. I was thinking about getting like one more thing before I go to Wazoo because they have like good stuff for like game days and shit. Right. But yeah, I, I love like- that game day that mom and I are coming to. I know I'm so excited I also I like DM'd them like right when they told me I was an ambassador for them and I was like hey like is it cool if I like talk about you on my podcast only because I was didn't know if they wanted to be like associated with like the murder valid <laughs> I didn't know how they felt about that but they said yes so I'm doing that Did you tell them what content we had? huh Did you tell them what kind of content we had yeah I said it was a true crime podcast I told the truth <laughs> Love that. <laughs> but yeah so i'm pretty excited oh well yeah i also leave for mexico on sunday at three in the morning so. which when you guys listen to this it'll be monday but 
Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot we were recording early because we're cool now. Yeah. <laughs> because you're leaving. Because we're productive bitches. Yeah. yeah there's no- I knew I wasn't going to get a hold of your ass in Mexico. So Exactly. Well, I mean, you can just remind me so that I know to post something on Monday. <laughs> I'm just going to schedule this. Can you schedule a post? I don't know. I don't know if you can schedule an Instagram post, but mm. I mean, I'll, it, it'll take two seconds. I'll have the pictures prepped. I'll have my caption prepped. All I'll literally have to do is post it. So right. just remind right. me. Um, yeah, uh, I move. Yeah, I moved to school soon. That's scary. I'm excited for you. August 13th. You're going to do great. I'm so excited. I know. I just turned in. I didn't. So I ordered two tra- two things in my transcripts right just so I could have like a backup and then one to give to Pullman well I realized they don't accept transcripts from students I have to like so I had to buy a third one yeah you have to have it sent by the school yeah I didn't realize that so I just did that with my high school one that one was free but now I have two things in my transcripts that I have no use for but since they're my college ones they're not my high school ones since they're my college ones I'll just keep them and like in a safe or something in case Wazoo or in case Wazoo ever needs them so right like ever possibly or sometimes like if a professor is writing you a letter of recommendation they'll ask for like transcripts you have so they can see like what grades you have and what classes you've taken and stuff so totes so yeah um how have you been what's new with you and the pups um literally nothing is new with me I'm just Mm -hmm. a ball of anxiety lately I feel you Uh, which is probably a good thing that I'm drinking coffee right now then Um, right (laughs) <laughs> right. fuel the anxiety exactly I'm just like you know bar prepping um I'm getting like 60 like some 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 of my bad ones are like 55 percent and you're supposed to get like 60 to 65 percent on your exams and I'm taking practice exams and getting like 55 to 65 just depending on the day and I'm like I'd really like to and some of some of them I'm doing better on but I'm like I really want to do better and I'm so stressed and not happy I still have three weeks so I'm just gonna do all the practice questions yeah it's gonna it'll get better and you're almost over it's almost done yeah if I pass it's almost done you can pass it you have to have the right mindset going in don't forget that yeah I mean I'll have good vibes going in I'm just gonna hate it is all I know but you know fake it till you make it kind of thing if you have bad vibes it's gonna have a bad outcome right take my advice folks I'm always right <laughs> she's always right I'm always right baby. so humble and so why be humble when you're always right look at these guns <laughs> yeah. why be humble when you're always right that's valid because then people will listen to you because you're not humble they think you're crazy and then they do your advice and then <laughs> you're always right don't worry I'll like power pose and everything before I take the exam we'll be good good <laughs> Good vibes only. Good vibes only. Oh, like a relaxation candle. It'll be great. A relaxation. So is it online or is it in person? Online. Oh, shit. So you just get to take it in your apartment? Yeah. Um, they don't want you having dogs or people in the house. So I'm kicking out Will and my dog. Uh, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So Will will have the dog at work, which he took the dog to work today, which was really cute. Uh, and yeah, I'll be here taking an exam how does he take his dog to work 
the army doesn't care. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what do you do with a dog in a prison? <laughs> Will doesn't work in the prison. Right. Um, he just brings him into the office and the dog runs around the office. And uh, last time when I, when I took him to Will's office, when I had that nail appointment, right. uh, he just slept under Will's sergeant's desk. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so cute. <laughs> Pretty adorable. Yeah, so I have like a video of him snoring from that. <laughs> At least but, he's a cozy boy. Yeah, he's a good boy. Adorable. And everyone likes hanging out with a puppy, so. Oh, of course. Who wouldn't? I was... Right. Um, in Kansas, you might as well have a dog there. What to do in Kansas? If we're being completely no. no offense on Kansas, but you know, <laughs> full offense. But actually, full offense. <laughs> Liberty's been here since so you can say that. Yeah, well, it's flat as fuck. I've never. Like, I've literally, besides people, I've never seen something so flat. (laughs) (laughs) And fucking Kansas. (laughs) And Missouri. They're the same fucking place. Yeah. The first time I saw actual hills in Missouri is when Will and I went to the Ozarks, like, a couple weekends ago. Yeah, exactly. Nothing compared to Washington, but they were hills. Exactly. Hills, little bumps where like I look out a window and I fucking see Mount St. Helens. You look turn around, there's Mount Rainier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so many things. So much. Pullman is just one extremely large hill. So yeah. can't wait. I can legitimately say after going to school in Pullman for three and a half years that mm-hmm. I walked uphill both ways in the snow to get to school. So you did. You can actually tell your kids that. I don't actually tell my kids that. Yeah. So, um, huh? I said so. There's that. <laughs> exactly. So our theme for this week was vacation murders or like murders in paradise was the kind of pun I came up with. Yeah. Not really a pun. Not how fitting since Liberty's going on vacation. Exactly. Because I'm going to commit a murder. So it's just going to, you know, it's all just going to work itself together. <laughs> I don't to watch out. So. Yeah, it's not even John. I'm like, I'm like mom and dad first. <laughs> They're funding the trip. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Can only handle anyone for so long <laughs> for a murderous rage <laughs> becomes first instinct. <laughs> you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. Okay, cool. You go first then. <sighs> Sorry, I had to burp. Okay. Um, <laughs> gross. It was a coffee anxiety burp. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so my case is that of Natalie Holloway. So Natalie Holloway was born October 21st, 1986. And she was the oldest of two two children born to Dave and Elizabeth Holloway. Holloway, sorry. Um, Elizabeth is her mom, also known as Beth, just so you know, because I kind of use those interchangeably going forward. Got it. Um, Her parents divorced in 1993, and she and her brother were raised by their mother, Beth. In 2000, Elizabeth remarried George Twitty. Um, I just like saying that name. (laughs) Twitty. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So... He was a prominent Alabama businessman, and the family then moved to Mountain Brook, Alabama, which apparently is, like, a pretty 
bougie near Beerfridge, considering what happens later. Um, so in May of 2005, Natalie graduated from Mountain Brook High School. Holloway was a member of the National Honor Society school dance team. She graduated with honors and was overall like pretty involved in school and extracurriculars. Um, she was supposed to attend, attend the University of Alabama on a full ride scholarship. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, she intended to go pre-med. Oh, damn. Yeah. So on Thursday, uh, May 26th of 2005, shortly after she graduated, Holloway and 124 other classmates arrived in Aruba for a five-day grad trip. Um, it said that it was an unofficial grad trip, but then a, a teacher was like one of the uh, chaperones. Yeah, chaperones. So I was like, that's weird, but whatever. <clears throat> Might not have been fun. They were bougie because if you guys go to Aruba for your <laughs> graduation trip. Yeah. Fuck, I went to, a, I went, I literally went to an athletic club for mine that they turned into like, but I will say that there was crazy ass prizes at mine, like fucking iPads, AirPod Pros and a TV. Oh yeah. We had like, at ours, we had like TVs and shit and like, yeah, mini fridges. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. We digress. <laughs> Enough about us. Okay. Um, <laughs> so for the 125 teenagers, including Natalie, um, there were only seven chaperones, which I found weird. Right. Right. Not a lot of people. Right. So you have more than 12 children per person. Like, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. anyway, yeah. um, especially because in Aruba, like the kids were drinking anyway. Um, so the chaperones met with the students each day to check in and see if they were fine. Um, but they weren't supposed to really keep up with their every move. They were just supposed to check in, make sure they're alive and move on. Exactly. Um, the students were all wild partiers though, as I previously stated, they were told by the hotel actually that they could not return next year. Like that is how bad they were. Jesus Christ. Um, the students, oh, I already said that. Um, Natalie specifically drank all day, every day. According to, like, the investigation, she'd start in the morning and just go all day. Ugh. Um, yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, your liver, honey. But um, also, she sounds like a goody two-shoes, so maybe she didn't have, like, you know, maybe she didn't go through the sophomore year phase like we all did. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so two mornings, she was actually so hungover, she just didn't show up for breakfast. Like, she couldn't even make it um yeah (laughs) when I'm hungover I cannot eat it's like a week-long process of me getting over a hangover (laughs) I have to like detox you know you shit your pants a couple times like it just never (laughs) dude I feel like I'm too old I'm like I'm only 25 but like when I get hungover it's like death has come this is it this is the end and so I'm like I can't keep doing this exactly death has come (laughs) the grim reaper standing next to my bed yeah for real no trust me Andrew I see what you're saying dude um so anyway yeah she didn't show up for breakfast two mornings because she was hungover I get it girl um Holloway was last seen by her classmates at 1.30 in the morning on Monday, May 30th. She was leaving the, or okay, I'm going to butcher, butcher this and I'm so sorry. Or on Justad bar and nightclub. Mm, yeah, he did. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I, I at the beginning. Okay, anyway. Um, 
at this time, she left with Joran Vandersloot, which I think is such a funny name. <laughs> and I'm sorry. <laughs> we have some Dutch listeners. I'm so sorry, but I thought the name Vandersloot is so funny. I actually have it typed up multiple times in this story, and I just know I'm going to laugh every time. And I'm going to just apologize now. And kind of sounds like a Christmas elf, <laughs> if that makes sense. Is that a thing? A Christmas elf? I don't know. That's what the name reminds me of. It's Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. I just think Vandersloot is so funny. Anyway, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, I lost my spot. Okay, there we go. Vandersloot. Um, who, he was a Dutch honor student who was living in Aruba for school. Um, and she also left with him and his two friends, um, Deepak and Satish Kalpo. Um, they were brothers. Holloway had been scheduled to fly home later that day on May 30th. Um, her luggage was packed, her passport was ready to go in her hotel room, um, but she didn't make it to her flight. Mm. Yeah. After she missed her flight, Aruban authorities initiated searches for Holloway throughout the island and the surrounding waters, but they couldn't find her. <clears throat> Which leads us into the investigation. Um, immediately after Holloway missed her flight, her mother and stepfather flew to Aruba. Um, also, again, the rich people thing, they flew on a private jet. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Yeah, they were really rich. Anyway, okay. Okay. Um, within four hours of landing, they were presented, uh, they presented the police with, Vandersloot's information um, because they had gotten it from the night manager at the Holiday Inn where Natalie was staying. Um, and they recognized Vandersloot from video footage and then gave it to Beth, and Beth gave it to a Reuben authorities. Um, the family went to Vandersloot's home with police looking for Holloway, um, but he denied even knowing her name. He was like, look, I don't really know this girl. I don't even know her name. Like, just saw her or something, you know? Like, um, So after that, eventually Vandersloot admits that he and the brothers drove Holloway to the California Lighthouse area um, because she wanted to see sharks. And then they brought her back to the hotel around 2 a.m. Um, I'm just going to say now, stick with me his story varies a lot so just be aware of that okay yeah (laughs) um he claimed that when they brought her back to the hotel she fell when she got out of the car but refused his help um at which point they just drove away apparently and as they were driving away he said she was approached by a man in a black shirt similar to a security guard's so weird that you just but whatever um searching yeah right (laughs) the reason we can't have nice things um so search and rescue efforts were started immediately with hundreds of volunteers from aruba and the united states um during the beginning of the search the aruban government gave thousands of civil servants the day off to participate in the effort Mm -hmm. um tons of money and effort were tons of money and was raised and a lot of effort was put into the search, but, um, like nothing really came of it. 
Um, they even eventually put Beth up in the presidential suite of a nearby Wyndham hotel. Um, also, before she got put up in this presidential suite, she was actually staying in the room by coincidence that Natalie had stayed in, which is just like a little awkward, but. Otaku, okay. And that was her daughter, right? Yes. Okay. Gross. Um, so reports indicated that Holloway didn't appear on any of the nighttime surveillance of the hotel lobby. Um, and it's actually been a little debated as to whether the cameras were even working that night. Um, mm. Yeah. So a little sus. Um, baby, though. Right. The search for evidence was extensive, extensive. And like I said, resources from both U.S. and Aruba relied on words are hard today yeah they are it's okay <laughs> um but ultimately it didn't really come of anything and then a little later um on june 5th of the same year so 2005 aruban police detained nick john and abraham jones um the they were security guards from the allegro hotel and they were arrested on suspicion of murder and kidnapping um, the reason they were arrested was never actually like, like the suspicions were never actually disclosed, but some say that Vandersloot and the Calpo brothers, um, may have been a factor in why these two men were arrested. Right. Um, reports indicated that the guards were known for cruising hotels to pick up women, but on June 13th, the men were released without being charged. So apparently they had really nothing on them except for those suspicions um picking up women though and murdering one is completely different completely different like you can be creepy in both but it takes a extra special creepy you know to murder people right also there's like a maintenance worker outside of my window so i apologize if you can hear that that's okay i don't control the weather so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what does the weather have to do it's nice out and it has uh, been nice in weeks so uh-huh. it's been raining for weeks this is the first time they've been able to really do stuff anyway i realize now that the context wasn't there for you guys <laughs> no it wasn't i was like the fuck is she talking about why does it matter what the weather's like <laughs> anyway <laughs> um what? I said any hoodle doodle. Yeah, exactly. So on June 9th, 2005, Vandersloot and the Calpo brothers were arrested on suspicion of murder and kidnapping. As the investigation kept going, David Cruz, um, which was the spokesman for an Aruban, for the Aruban Minister of Justice, falsely indicated that on June 11th, Holloway was found dead and authorities knew where the, the knew the location of her body. This was retracted like almost immediately and Cruz said he was a victim of a misinformation campaign, which I really don't know what that means. Also, well, I mean, I guarantee that man has no part in any investigation. He's just a fucking spokesperson. He just stands there and talks out of his ass. So someone must have wrote it down somewhere on his speech. I guess. What fuck? Like, that's a really bad thing to say when there's a family looking for their child. But whatever. Or they do know and they were covering something up. Right. I have no idea. Um, 
A detective that same night said that the young man, the young men detained, which is uh, Vandersloot and the Calpo brothers, um, had admitted that something bad had happened to Holloway. But the next day, the detective, no, not the detective, the next day, the prosecution spokesperson refused to confirm or deny the detective's statement. Yeah, so everything just kind of, and every, everything and everyone just seemed kind of like really sus. Us. Um, yeah, continuing on, on June 17th, 2005, a sixth person was arrest- arrested. He was released shortly after on June 26th. So nothing really came of that one. Um, <clears throat> during this time, um, the Calpo brothers and Vandersloot were like continuing to like implicate others in this and, um, all three of the suspects changed their stories like multiple times. Um, they claimed that Vandersloot and Holloway were dropped off at the Marriott Hotel near the beach, but then Vandersloot um, left her at the beach. He didn't harm her though. He just left her there at 2 a.m. Oh, okay. um, and then this kept changing, of course. Authorities ultimately though believed this version um, right. where Vandersloot and Holloway were dropped off at the Marriott hotel near the beach and then he left her at the beach that's kind of what they ended up believing um and then following some hearings about the evidence and everything that they had against the boys the Calpo brothers were released on Monday July 4th um and Vandersloot was detained for 60 more days but then released after that so really obviously we are not getting anywhere um literally nowhere yeah literally nowhere we're just like changing our story and running around in circles basically exactly yeah um on july 4th the royal netherlands air force sent out three f-16 aircrafts with infrared sensors to aid in the search um but they ended up not finding anything um And then almost a year later, in March 2006, satellite photos were being compared with photographs taken more recently um, in an attempt to, like, find ground shifts that may indicate, like, where Holloway's grave was or something like that, you know, assuming that um, she had been murdered. Um, And then a local gardener came forward Um, at this time with information that a small pond near the local racket club um, close to the Marriott, which they claimed that they had dropped Holloway off at, um, had been drained in late July of 2005. And the gardener claimed that he saw Vandersloot attempting to hide his face as he drove into the club with with the Cowpole brothers early on May 30th, around 2.33 a.m. So he's kind of trying to say like, oh, maybe they buried her in this pond or something, you know, like, I don't know. Um, and then a jogger even claimed that um, he had seen three men bearing a body in a landfill that morning um, on May 30th when Natalie went missing. Um, the landfill was searched multiple times prior to the jogger's statement, but then again when the jogger made that statement. And um, they even brought in a cadaver dog, but nothing was ever came of this search, unfortunately. Um, Natalie's parents 
kept giving rewards for information on her, like as to the whereabouts of her corpse. So at first it started out like 10,000 and then they kept upping it. And eventually it made it to $250,000 reward for information leading to Natalie. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, On August 26th, the Calpo, and this is 2006, the Calpo brothers were rearrested with a new suspect, Freddie, I'm also going to butcher this, Aaron Batsis, who was suspected of taking photographs of underage, of an underage girl and having inappropriate physical contact with her. Um, He was friend, what? Gross. Yeah. Super gross. Um, this Freddie guy was friends with Vander Sloot and the Calpo brothers. And supposedly the theory was that they were all involved in this incident. On September 3rd, though, they were all released. So they just keep like arresting people and letting them go and rearresting them. And it's just no a, sense. Yeah, it's just a hot mess. Um, after this second release, Vandersloot would go on to give interviews on his versions of events. He would claim, which, mind you, we're going into another story that he's changed his story about what happened. So now he's claiming that Holloway wanted to have sex with him, which he refused because he didn't have a condom. He said that... Like after- that's ever stopped a man before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he said that after... Um, he refused. She wanted to stay at the beach, but he didn't want to anymore because he had a class in the morning. Um, so he called one of the Calpo brothers to come pick him up and he left her at the beach at 3 a.m. This was actually denied by Calpo's attorney who said that Calpo fell asleep and never picked up Vandersloot. So like <clears throat> now he's coming up with a third story and this third story is being denied by the other parties. So it's just really weird. Um, So now we get to 2006, then we have arrests and new suspects. Um, On April 15th of 2006, Joffrey Van Conviort. That's not right, but we're going to go with it. What are with all these people in Aruba, bro? I don't know. Rich or something? Like all these rich Dutch people? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) I have literally no idea. Um, but anyway, Jeffrey, Joffrey, whatever you want to say, <laughs> arrested by Reuben authorities on suspicion of criminal offenses related to dealing in narcotics, um, which they believe may have been connected to Natalie's disappearance, because there were also statements that not only was she intoxicated most of the trip, that she was also doing drugs. Um, what? The fuck yeah. yeah. This it's is- the only way to do a trip right. <laughs> would not recommend um this was vehemently denied by her parents and um they were like she wouldn't do drugs she was a really good kid but like you were saying maybe she was a really good kid and she was just blowing off steam so you're supposed to like to say that yeah like you can be a good kid and like yeah right and like doing drugs doesn't automatically automatically make you a horrible person like the choices you make after that or through that like do you let it control you or do you just you know fuck around sometimes like there's a difference exactly so anyway her parents denied that she would ever be involved in that and it didn't really matter anyway because he was released on april 25th so just 10 days later um in 2007 
we have more re-arrests and re-releases. Um, so in 2007, Vandersloot and the Calpo brothers were re-arrested, and this was on November 21st. Um, shortly after, Natalie's dad stated that they had re- they had searched the ocean again, um, going out even further than they had before. Um, unfortunately, again, they didn't find anything. Right. Yeah. The Calpo brothers were released again on November 30th of 2007. Vandersloot was released on December 7th. How is it legal for them to be arrested three times for the same case? I mean, you can be arrested multiple times for a same You just can't be tried multiple times for a same case. Got it. Got it. And also it's a different country, so I don't know what they do there. That's true. <laughs> um so after Vandersloot was released on December 7th of 2007, we don't really hear much else until 2010. So on March 29th, 2010, Vandersloot contacted Beth's legal rep- representative to offer the location of Natalie's body and explain what happened around her death. Um, the FBI was contacted and then Vandersloot was um wired in advance of that $250,000 reward that Natalie's mom had. Okay. Um, but after Vandersloot gave the information to the FBI, they looked into it, they did their research, and they came to find out that all of the information he provided was false. And he was charged with extortion on June 3rd of that year, so 2010. Asshole. Yeah. Um, Vandersloot's uh like that same year so he gets charged with this crime and then on may 30th so just a couple months later um may 30th 2010 exactly five years to the day after natalie's disappearance Mm -hmm. stephanie flores ramirez was reported missing in lima peru um she was found dead three days later in a hotel room that had been rented out by vandersloot Oh, yeah. On June 3rd, he was arrested. On June 7th, he confessed. He claimed that he killed her after he lost his temper. Um, I saw different reasons for why it said he lost his temper. Some said that she found evidence of his involvement with Natalie. Other people said that it was because he was just so stressed out from five years of being arrested and re- and let go and then re-arrested and let go and right. all the investigations that he was just quick to anger. Um, no matter what, he killed this poor girl. Yep. And on January 11th, 2012, Vandersloot pled guilty to Flores' murder and was sentenced to 28 years in prison. Um, unfortunately, that means he can't be extradited for the extortion from... Uh, Natalie's mom until he is released so she has to wait until what is that 2040 until she can actually charge him or the state can actually charge him for the extortion so that's a real big bummer um yeah so around like a couple months later so this happened in January of 2012 um in June of 2012 June 12th, 2012, specifically, 
Natalie Holloway was declared dead. Um, her father sought to declare her dead because it had been, what is that, seven years almost? Yeah. Um, and her mom actually like wanted like to not let it go through. So she appealed the decision and then they decided that Natalie should legally be declared, be declared dead. Um, so she was, as of now, no one has been charged with Natalie's disappearance. Um, if you have any information, you are urged to contact your local FBI office or the U.S. Emb- embassy in Caracas, Venezuela. Um, my sources were biography.com, the FBI website, and Wikipedia. So, yeah. That's sad that she's never been found. Yeah. Super shitty. Super, super fucking shitty. Mine's kind of a, that's funny, because mine's kind of a disappearance, too. It's funny that we both did, like, those instead of, like, murders. I mean, yeah. I feel like, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just, you know, no evidence of that yet, but still. Yeah, which is so crazy, because I feel like on an island, it would be harder to hide evidence of a murder, but I don't know. Exactly. I don't know how you fucking eat those. They're so gross. The Just the birthday one. I hate it. You don't like the birthday cake pop? No, the chocolate's fucking amazing. Birthday Oh my god. I'm in the drive-thru, right? I'm watching. I give this lady her cake pop. I watch her, like, deep throat this shit. And she's, like, licking it provocatively. And I'm like, Miss Girl, this is not the time nor the place. It's a cake pop. <laughs> Just eat it. I'm wearing a headset. And I'm like, guys, come look out the window. <laughs> and this lady's like, she's she's just doing weird shit. I was like, Miss Girl, practice later. This is not the time. I am a child and this is inappropriate. I am a child. She was like swishing around in there and I was like, girl, just eat the cake pop. I need to know who licks a cake pop. I have a lot of questions. She's like 40 years old and I was like, get the fuck out of here, please. Miss girl, get out of my driveway. Get out right now. I know this is not the hub. Like, please leave. So yeah, it was disgusting. Um, I hated it. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. You. I know. So this is my story. So this is Chris Kremers and Lisa Froon. They were Dutch too. Yeah. <laughs> Hold that. We got a lot of Dutch people in there. So they were Dutch students. Um, they disappeared April 1st of 2014 while hiking in Panama on the El P- Pianista Trail. Probably <gasps> I, think I, I think I know this one. Yeah. I think I saw a TikTok series about it. Yeah. I'm pretty, I, which you would call it. I just looked up a, I think I looked up like a, vac- I looked up like vacation murders and this popped or vacation mysteries and this popped up. So yeah, they had been uh whatchamacallit. So they went down to Panama. Um, and they had been saving for this trip for months so that they could learn Spanish and volunteer with the kids. So they were down in Panama. Um, they had a the whole trip was supposed to be six weeks. So they went and had a little fun for the first two. And then for the last month, they were staying with the family and volunteering with the village kids. Um 
whatchamacallit boop 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 yeah they lived with a local family for a month yep they moved they yeah they, so they got to the local family's like village um a little bit after may 29th wait april may then they know <laughs> what is happening why is my problem? i don't know why is everything so fucked up march not may march march 29th shit okay so they get there march 29th and they're living with this local family so on april 1st they wanted to go see the volcano that's nearby so they go on a hike right around 11 a.m um they posted on facebook about the hike and witnesses said they had been at brunch with two young uh, two other young dutch students before they left so they were having brunch before about to go on this hike um some what was that said my kind of people brunch oh yeah so some witnesses say they took a dog they took like the family's dog on like the walk with them but that's not confirmed that's what they saw on the tiktok yeah so if tiktok's lying to me i'm gonna be mad exactly (laughs) and some say some witnesses say that the dog came back on the night of april 1st and they didn't and that was a little concerning but also it's not confirmed that there was a dog in the first place so cool okay um so april 1st around 11 they start this hike um the next day lisa's parents didn't receive the daily morning text they get from lisa and on april 2nd the girls uh, the morning of april 2nd the girls missed a meeting with a local guide and then on april 3rd um the panama officials started aerial searches and all the locals volunteered and they were searching through these woods um no one had heard from these girls and yeah it was just crazy okay so how long were they missing just like that day yeah so like they didn't come back from their hike at all on april 1st april 2nd her parents were concerned because they didn't get the text from her april 3rd is when officials gotten were notified and started looking on april 6th is when her parents arrived from the netherlands with netherlands police and they did a full-scale search with panama and so it's panama quick question is panama like a united states territory is that one of ours no i don't really know our territories that well i know we have dominican republic yeah i just they're they have the same 911. They have 911 too. So oh, that's yeah, they have so 911. Look at Panama is a transcontinental country in Central America. Da, 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 da. It does not tell me. Oh, there we go. You have to look up, is it a US? Yeah, I got it. Um, <laughs> former unorganized United States territory, but it is now its own country. Okay, cool. When did it get its independence? Did it say? I'm not sure. It just says in 1903, the territory was controlled by the United States as part of the United States. Hmm. Well, they have the same emergency operators as 911. So that's why I was asking. So on April 6th, um, parents came in. They're doing a full-scale search. The parents offered a $3,000 reward for any information leading to what you would call it, this. So not as cool as $250,000, but you know. They're started out smaller like that too because 
Yeah. So on June 14th, um, 10 weeks later, they found nothing over this whole time. So 10 weeks later, a local woman turned in Lisa's backpack that was found on a riverbank. In oh. the backpack was money, their, both of their phones, passport, water bottles, and bras. Not sure why they took off the titty holders, but you do you, boo-boo. I don't like wearing titty holders either, but on a hike, ladies, your nipples. Your nipples. <laughs> so... Their phones showed that pretty soon after they left, they called 112, which is the Netherlands emergency line, and 911, which is Panama's. So, like, not even long after, like, a couple hours after they left. Really? Um, yeah, but they had no service. So, between the 5th and the 11th of April, um, Chris's iPhone turned on, but no correct pin was entered. So my theory, so they turned their phones on and off to check for service and to call. So both of the phones made three calls and only three calls. And then they were turned on multiple times after just to check for service. And Chris's phone after the fifth was never, the correct pin was never entered again. So my theory is, huh? But it was turned back on. Yeah. So they would turn it on, check for service. But my theory is, is that Chris was got hurt. She got hurt. And Lisa was the only one who was, who could turn on the phone, but she didn't know Chris's pin. Right. So she's turning on the phone. She's checking for service. She's able to call 911 because you have the emergency thing on there, but she's not able to type in the pin. So she can't open the phone at all. She's fucked. Right. So um, there was three call attempts and nine signal checks on Chris's iPhone and that phone never died. So the last time it was turned on, the iPhone was at 22%. Um, there was three call attempts and four signal checks on Lisa's phone. And then that phone eventually died. That one died, died. They found that her camera was also in the bag too. And they got the photos. I don't know if it was a Canon or if it was like a real camera, but they got the photos either developed or they just found them. And there was pictures. Because those pictures are creepy. Yeah. They're creepy as fuck. It's pit. It's uh, pictures of the back of Chris's head. There's pictures of rocks. There's a mirror facing upwards on a rock. So my, I think that they were trying to like get like, they were trying to catch light. Right. And trying to get someone to see them. They were putting like short, there was like pictures of their shorts on a rock. Like it was just weird. Um, And then there was something, I got tired of writing. So <laughs> I'm just gonna, yeah. A couple theories. There's a couple theories of what happened to them. So a couple people think that they fell off a cliff and got hurt. But I think my opinion, if she couldn't get that correct pin, then Chris died first. She couldn't Lisa couldn't get onto her phone. And so Chris died first. And Lisa's probably all alone out there. Poor thing. That would be fine. Uh, yeah, exactly. So the discovery of the backpack led to new searches because this uh where her backpack was found was like down the like it was a little ways away led to new searches um they found the denim shorts on top of a rock on the opposite bank a few kilometers kilometers away from where the backpack is discovered i don't know <laughs> it says kilometers here in america please don't yell at me 
<laughs> okay, continue, please. I'm sorry. I'm continuing. <laughs> so a rumor someone spread that the shorts were found zipped and neatly folded, but the pictures of the shorts published in 2021 disprove this information. So that's not true. Okay. So two months later, closer to where the backpack was discovered, a pelvis and a boot with a foot inside oh, were found. I know. Soon, at least 33 widely scattered bones were discovered along the same bank, and they were confirmed to be Lisa's and Chris's. So, um, so Lisa's had some bones that still had skin attached to them, but Chris's bones appeared to have been bleached. So a, a forensic anthropologist later said that under magnification, there are no discreditable scratches of any kind on the bones, neither of natural nor cultural origin. There are no marks on the bones at all, but the bones were bleached. But a theory I read somewhere was like it being on the riverbank and running through the water and stuff like that. Like it's possible, but yeah, yeah there, wasn't a, lot, there wasn't a lot of information. Yeah. Yeah, so appear that Chris is scattered if there was no marks. Like, you know, like if an animal picked it up and moved it, like I'm assuming there would be bite marks or something. Right, yeah, no, there was no marks at all on any of these bones. Yikes. Okay. Which is a little weird, but yeah. And that was it. So they have no idea what happened. They have no idea what happened. They just know they tried to get on the phone multiple times. There was no service. And they literally have no clue what happened. That's so scary and sad for those poor girls. I know. They, like, immediately, too. Like, they, they their first 911 call was, or I think they called 112 first out of habit. But um, their first emergency call was, like, two, three hours later. So they were they got lost fast right did they get lost I I mean obviously we don't know I'm just like did they get lost or they did they get injured first right exactly I'm gonna assume injured I'm gonna assume injured first based on the way this is all set up because they could have just turned around and went straight back where they came but if they're injured and they can't walk but I feel like also if you don't know the area though that's like a lot harder said than like a lot easier said than done you know it's a lot harder to actually do just turn around back into the direction you thought you came that's true yeah I guess I don't know you just, you just whip a bitch you know right yeah <laughs> just, just whip a bitch real fast I mean I'm sure it was like dense I mean I saw I've seen those pictures like they're creepy and, yeah they're creepy and did you see the ones that like are before they get like lost or whatever yeah it's just cute pictures of them like smiling and yeah and then it turns into like horrific creepy like I think they were trying to use their the flash from the camera for light do you think so yeah and that's why they were like putting a bunch of random ones in there that maybe they were trying to see what was out there what if something supernatural happened that'd be even cooler than just them getting lost like like a yeti like a chewbacca or something <laughs> chewbacca star wars yeah but he looks like a yeti bro he's also opaque so there's that <laughs> like a skinwalker or some shit yeah right that's what i'm thinking like a skinwalker or a windango or something aren't those the same thing i mean yeah but they're just different cultures versions right. but yeah 
if my question is here we're getting a little skinwalker kind of thing if there's so many different names for it against so many different cultures around the world does that mean that they exist everywhere because like you know why would so many people describe the same thing that have never met each other right probably unfortunately dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I, have theme idea. I have a theme idea for next week <laughs> supernatural dreams not just not even crying. I'll talk to you about it later. We can't we can't spill the beans yet. No, we can't spill the beans yet. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I'm really sad. Keep over here to steal my food. So I'm hearing that. What? <laughs> he's like his mouth is full but are you recording are you yeah. recording <laughs> no <laughs> i apologize everyone thank you um but yeah that's crazy. yeah that's just crazy well thank you guys for listening um rate review subscribe on apple podcast please yeah and uh you know share us out send us all the things send us you know stories you want us to tell theme ideas send us your own personal stories it could literally be anything you know um your funniest news clipping or something you know yeah, exactly if you see any funny news crimes you want to send it to us i love reading those mm-hmm. talk about it on here but yeah next week should be a listener episode so make sure you send in your stories to our gmail at killer crime and sister time at gmail.com or our Instagram DM at Killer Crime and Sister Time on Gmail. Yeah. You follow us at our on our personal Instagrams. Liberties is Liberty First. And mine is Sydney Michaels. So yeah. If you do that, you're cooler. So yeah. You'd be pretty <laughs> cooler than the average listener. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.